everyone. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology, latest edition. So um, before we get started with uh, the, the week ahead, I just wanted to share a few things. Uh, number one is I am um, I'm very excited because actually uh, this is, uh, I'll, I'll show you a little bit of astrology in action. Um, I am back on YouTube. And uh, if you are seeing this on a YouTube page, uh, you see that my last video was like two over two years ago. So I'm back and I didn't expect to be back, um, uh, but um, here we are. Uh, I've been on um, 10 podcast platforms, mostly iTunes and Spotify for the last two plus years, 73 episodes. And I'm still there, you know, if you're listening on, on, on those platforms, you know, we're still here. Uh, but we did get uh, messages from three people, actually. So we want to give a little shout out to three people for um, putting us back here. <laughs> uh, number one, Vanessa Montgomery, my, my Sag sister astrologer. She's the one I interviewed um, on uh, last week on um, our, our fabulous uh, Vanessa uh, on, with her books, Cosmic Power and Star Power. Um, and, uh, anyway, um, the, you know, the whole Scorpio, the, the, the uh, new moon in Scorpio. And she had mentioned kind of inadvertently about going on YouTube and she, it was this message and I'm like, oh, wow. And I realized like, and I wrote her and I said, are you talking about me putting my things on YouTube? And she said, no, actually she, it was something that she was saying to her, I don't know, for herself or whatever. But all I know is that it landed on me like, oh, okay, hello, universe saying, get back on YouTube. So um, <clears throat> I thought, okay, that's interesting. And then I um, had a wonderful chat with the amazing cat at the Creative Introvert, who, uh, by the way, is a phenomenal um, astrologer and graphic designer um, out of the UK. And uh, I um, had the great opportunity to just chat with her this week. And uh, she had mentioned it to me. I uh, was asking her about marketing, you know, figured, you know, ask an astrologer who's also a marketing genius and creative, uh, you know, graphic designer and such. So she mentioned it. And then the third and final one, you know, they always say like, you know, the third time's the charm. Well, I get this text this morning from uh, one of my clients who is a brilliant, brilliant woman. Um, and she's a judge. And I, um, <laughs> I, happened and you know don't mess with judges right you know these people know the law and she said to me um you know something about you should be on youtube and i'm like oh uh and 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 she said you know i i she said yeah don't you remember i told you that but it, i didn't remember right it was a while back but uh anyway so that was the third time so here i am back on youtube um and i'm excited to be here uh, my mother is happy because um god rest her soul she's watching me from heaven and she's excited because i have my makeup on <laughs> and uh she was a libra so of course you know we had to look presentable oh, you're not going in front of YouTube with that hairstyle, are you? No, <laughs> but she always said it in a very nice way. So um, thank you, mom. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I just want to say shout out to that. The other thing I want to say before I move into the astrology for the week is um, I'm really excited because, oh, by the way, so that I, I'm pivoting back into YouTube and I just thought it was interesting because 
this these past two months, you know, when Mars retrograde in Aries, it was all about stepping back and looking at our direction and where we want to go. So with the pivot into uh, this is like a new direction for me. I mean, I'm still moving forward, of course, um, but it's a new direction um, that I'm taking to step back and reassess and, you know, nudge with nudges from those three wonderful goddesses. <laughs> so uh, it's interesting how uh, life can can uh, throw us a curveball like that, um, but anyway, um, I'm I'm glad to be here and uh, reaching more people and uh, hopefully with light and encouragement and humor and uh, knowledge and empowerment uh, for for what lies ahead. So um, just wanted to share that. The other thing I wanted to share was that um, I'm really excited because um, this is a a very very big. This is more of a what I'm about to share is more of a Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, you know, which has, you know, sent us through the ringer, right, this year. Um, but I have decided and already began uh, studying with Achyuta Babadas of Nightlight Astrology. And I've uh, I begun that at last Saturday. And it's a one-year course called Ancient Astrology for the Modern Mystic. So I'm very excited uh, to be studying with him. It's, uh, he's somebody that I've known when he was Adam Ellenboss uh, before he changed his name about a year ago. And uh, so I've, I have long followed him and long enjoyed his wisdom and his, his teachings and his knowledge and his mastery of astrology. But what I love about him is that he's not only a great astrologer, master astrologer, I would say, but he is a yogi. He's a bhakti yogi. And so he's a Krishna Bhakti. So his whole life is just devotion to the divine. And the way in which he, you know, moves that through the world is, is through astrology. So for me, that really resonated. Uh, this is not an easy class. I mean, it's it, what I'm saying easy is, of course, he's going to break it down for us, but it's, it's an enormous commitment of time. You know, it's a one year program. And uh, I'm very excited. Uh, we're meeting up with people from all over the world. And it's just about every, every, just about every Saturday. So, um, and a lot of reading and things. And it's a real pivot for me because uh, I had always resisted. Uh, it's interesting because here's the astrology again. You know, I had, I had uh, resisted Hellenistic astrology. Uh, my work has been, you know, modern astrology, but I've, I always, uh, I resisted it early on when I first came across it years ago. And I remember, um, I uh, came across uh, a name that is completely, as many of you know who are into astrology, a name that's synonymous with Hellenistic astrology or ancient astrology is Chris Brennan. And so uh, I came across his website and his book, and I remember looking at that and, and in his, the philosophy being that they only look in traditional astrology as the first seven planets through Saturn, but they don't work with Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Now, it's not that he ignores them, but it's just that the, the Hellenistic tradition, it focused, you know, because back then, of course, they didn't have microsco microscopes, they didn't have, they didn't have telescopes, so they couldn't see those planets visibly, um, even though they were you know, at work, of course, in the world. So um, when I first read that, I was like, what? You know, like, like that scene in, um, what's that movie? Uh, the Big Fat Greek Wedding, when the, the, uh, the mother says, what? You, what do you mean he don't eat no meat? You know, like the whole party stopped. So when I, when I read that, it was like, 
what I, I can't I can't have Uranus like if I, like Uranus is so huge in my chart it's what has me be an astrologer and, and it had me be a sound healer and energy medicine practitioner for so many years so it's really uh you know esoterically it rules my chart so when I saw that I immediately had this reaction and I was like oh no 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 I can't do that no no oh my oh hell no you know I'm not giving up Uranus or the outer planet or oh, the other outer planets but um oh this isn't for me you know so that was it well here we are you know never say never um so um but you know it just kept calling to me and i have to say um on twitter you know i'm on twitter at, at stars at star sound astro and um i have the great blessing to uh to follow and and uh very grateful for many ancient astrologers. And I just saw myself being drawn more and more to them. So Chris Brennan, um, uh, 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 I'm sorry, dropping out uh, names, uh, Patrick Watson, you know, um, all, all going on and on and on um, to, uh, to really uh, see um, and understand. And I was very, um, so I just over the, even though I had that initial, you know, this is not my lane over the last, I'd say at least year or two, I just kept finding myself reading and following things I had to say and it was really drawn. So here we are um, and now in the course and I feel it will make me a better astrologer. I mean, of course, right? How could it not? Um, having these amazing teachers and having all of you amazing ancient astrologers out on Twitter. Sorry, I feel like I'm up at the Oscar podium going, okay, I'm forgetting to thank people. But <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that um, I, I'm really excited. Um, and I know that it will um, open and broaden my horizons. And that's certainly something that was calling to me in, in this Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto conjunction was uh, having major fundamental shifts in my career and my reality base. And, um, and so here we are. So I just wanted to share that, that I'm, I'm very looking forward to, to learning these things. And it will involve a lot of unlearning, you know? So um, the unlearning being, you know, just modern astrology, nothing wrong with it. It's, you know, whole complete. I've assisted so many people and helping them and um, assisting them in transforming their lives and giving them <clears throat> empowerment. But this is just coming from a different place. And it does involve, um, just being that beginner again, you know, and just coming from like, I don't have all the, you know, just come from, I don't know. And so that's, um, that's certainly um, good advice in this, uh, in our nodal transits of Gemini and Sag for the next year plus few months, we'll have our eclipses in, and we are, we started our eclipses in Gemini and Sag. So the evolution of that for the collective is to say, I don't have all the answers or just give up that you think you know, you know, that, that whole, like me having been a New Yorker most of my life. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, right? That's, that's our mantra, right? You know, <laughs> it's like a mantra in, in uh, India would be, you know, um, Om Namah Shiva. Well, in New York City, it's, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so if you live in New York and you know New Yorkers, you know what I'm talking about. So um, I'm giving that up. I, I give it, I gave it up already gave it up. So I'm coming from there. And um, so anyway, just just wanted to share that very exciting. Oh, all right. So uh, moving on. Um, yeah, there's three things I want to talk about this week. You know, here we are heading into Thanksgiving in the United States, you know, day of um, 
remembrance of thanks, you know, historically it has been about, you know, pilgrims and Indians and, you know, thank you for helping us get through, you know, that was our narrative that we all had growing up, you know, getting through a rough winter and the pilgrims offering thanks. Well, of course, in the years past, we, we simply know this to um, definitely be a very, uh, not really the, the truth, you know, and then in, the, in the, the real truth about Thanksgiving. And if you ask any indigenous person, just like Columbus Day, it's, they consider Columbus Day a day of mourning, you know, and so the Thanksgiving uh, uh, package uh, has been really rewritten in our Pluto and Capricorn, and also in this year, especially when we see this or, you know, the, the dismantling of systemic racism and the dismantling of, of assault and genocide of indigenous peoples. Uh, so uh, part and parcel of that is this um, uh, looking at Thanksgiving in a new view. So it's really about um, being in just full gratitude, you know, for, where, for what we have and, and, and for what we don't have. You know, so um, we've, a lot of people this year have lost their job in co with COVID. A lot of people, have, you know, more than a quarter of a million Americans have died of COVID. So it's uh, definitely a sobering reality, but, um, and yet we come together on Thursday to celebrate this um, gratitude for, for, for whatever lessons that, that the universe has provided us with and for all the things we do have, like we have each other. You know, even though I'm, you know, I'm talking to you through a, a satellite transmission, but we're all one community and we have each other. So um, Thanksgiving is, is definitely, and it can be celebrated in that fashion uh, of we're, we're honoring not a colonialist narrative, but honoring um, Black and Indigenous people of color, BIPOC, um, as well as, um, you know, just all, all of us, all of us together. So there's three things I want to share this week about uh, as we move forward. And uh, one of them is that tomorrow, uh, Venus is going to move into the sign of Scorpio for about a month or so. It's in, it travels through a sign. Um, and so Venus is, Venus and Scorpio. So we're going from Venus in its in its lovely cushy place of Libra, which brought us all this peace and justice and harmony and a turnaround of where grace, you know, and light coming forth um, and prevailing, you know, and, and now it is moving into the sign of Scorpio. So that's being ruled by Pluto and um, in, in uh, ancient astrology would be Mars, you know, ruled by Mars. So uh, that can bring a lot of um, intense issues about how we relate and the nature of our relating to and of our relationships and our love affairs and our connections with women and our friendships and our just connections in general um, and our value systems. Uh, it can bring a lot of a very maybe buried, uh, deeply buried subconscious fears or survival issues to the surface around relationships and relating. And so that can be very intense and it can be in, you know, cathartic and emotional and, uh, and uh, but very transformative. So if we move beyond the fear and, and kind of go down into that well, like a shaman, you know, going down into the well and, and dismantling these, these uh, any subconscious fear patterns, we can emerge victorious and whole and complete and sustaining and giving rather than emotional vampire taking, 
you know so that's where we, we get to examine this in this in when venus enters scorpio and so um it's just you know here it is we're heading into thanksgiving right so uh you know coming coming to grips with all that during the first holiday week of of the uh you know, for us, for us here. And of course, that's not an easy time with uh, where Thanksgiving is, in a way, it's kind of been canceled, you know, the way we've known it, the way we've bonded, you know, in the past with family dinners and connecting in person. Well, you know, here we have the, the very, um, you know, the, the intense in your face, you know, realities of of that we you know have to be so careful with COVID about not meeting up and not being in person and or just managing that extremely carefully you know almost obsessively in a Scorpio manner right being really 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 careful. Um, but anyway, so Venus and Scorpio uh, moving there and um, and so that the nature of our relationships you know being tested on those deep deep levels um, and and relating uh, maybe secrets secrets that we haven't admitted to ourselves or secrets that get discovered, um, maybe things that we stuffed, you know, um, uh, stuffed under the rug. Um, you know, these are, these are opportunities for healing and renewal and reprogramming, reprogramming how we relate to each other. So um, the next thing I wanna mention is the, um, that um, the sun will go in. Now we're finishing Scorpio season. The sun is leaving Scorpio as, as Venus is entering. <laughs> as the sun's going, okay, see ya. It's moved into Sagittarius. So 21st, 22nd, it will be in the sign of Sagittarius. And that is, you know, Jupiter. Jupiter will be ruling the sun. Well, this is a big deal because um, it's, you know, well, first of all, we, we're now in eclipse season and we have our eclipses in Gemini and Sag. So the sun is shining its light and it's ready to do its thing with the eclipse season. And uh, the sun, you know, and, you know, with Jupiter ruling, uh, <clears throat> ruling the sun for this, for this particular, um, for this, for, for Sag season, uh, we look at Jupiter and where is Jupiter? Well, Jupiter right now is still in the sign of Capricorn and it's in three weeks from now, it's gonna shift into that outrageous next month. So please hang in there. I know it's been rough on everybody, but next month is gonna be an enormous shift. Uh, one of them being that we have, you know, eclipses and we have the Jupiter Saturn conjunction, but the, um, the nice thing is that the Jupiter for the last year has been in its detriment in the sign of Capricorn, which means it doesn't do well in that sign. It's like a, um, you know, a person with um, a beautiful, uh, gorgeously arrayed, you know, uh, outfit and jewels and such is walking through a desert. You know, <laughs> it's just this very spare place to be Jupiter in, its, in the sign of Capricorn the uh, expansion that we've had has not come from the external. It had to come from internal and focus. And as we said, uh, when it first went in a year ago, you know, don't pray for something you're not willing to work for. That was uh, definitely a, a, a Jupiter and Capricorn kind of mindset. But um, now it, it's, going to, it's about to leave that sign. So we'll talk more about that in, in future episodes. But just to say that it's really exciting to see that um, that that's you know finally this year you know the end of the, the the light at the end of the tunnel is showing up and and so uh, we'll have that uh, going on. So the sun in Sag, yeah. So Jupiter is going to be ruling the sun, and 
you know, Sagittarius is all about optimism and confidence and, and uh, you know, connecting to the world at large. And so the sun in Sag is, um, you know, again, eclipse season. And it's, so we're going to be looking at those themes, the light, you know, cosmic light is shining through the filter of Sagittarius. So the desire to know and to, you know, knowledge and higher knowledge and higher wisdom, you know, it's all just very fruitful and abundant. So um, anyway, so there's that. And then around um, November 27th, uh, Venus, I'd like to talk to you about Venus now. Venus is going to be opposing Uranus in Scorpio. So uh, Venus is in Scorpio and it's going to catch up to and oppose Uranus, which has been in the sign of Taurus for the last two and a half years. Um, so when, when that occurs, you know, it's interesting, it's just around Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving when it's exact. Um, so, you know, when you think about um, Uranus is the great liberator and it can be, um, it can provide uh, unity and intimacy for like world brotherhood. And it can also bring about, um, shake loose things that we've been um, very uh, bound by and maybe maybe obsessively obsessed with you know with Venus and Scorpio we might be a little over obsessive about love affairs maybe some love affair or connection that was toxic right low level of Scorpio that would need to be cleansed and and purified so Uranus coming along there shakes up the things and liberates us from where we have been stuck and you know, Scorpio is, is fixed water. So maybe where we've been stuck with our emotions and, and how we relate to others. And so it's going to give us this, uh, a, you know, a jolt for better or worse, you know, the universe is very neutral on these things. Um, but for certainly, I, I say better or worse, but Uranus, even though it can be, it will take us out of our comfort zone. And let's face it, Venus and Scorpio is like a craving comfort, you know? Um, the um, and control. So Uranus in, uh, will come along and, and it's like a big hammer, wham, you know, break this up, break that party up. Uh, so that's, that's exciting to, to, it, and it can bring some exciting news too. It could be some, a, a change of values or a change in, in how we see things and sudden and shocking. Uh, one thing that does come to mind as well is the fact that because so many of us are not gonna travel for Thanksgiving and connect with families and friends in the way we normally have, uh, a lot of it would be done over the internet. So Uranus you know, rules the internet and um, yeah, so it's you know, making those intense intimate connections via the satellite <laughs> and, uh, and just um, appreciating and connecting in that way. Uh, due to the COVID virus. So, um, you know, it can, it, it can either throw us off and upset us, or we can use that upset to, to really examine ourselves and some and deep motives um, in, in how we relate and, and um, why and, uh, and all of that. So uh, just wanted to mention that. And maybe one question that we could ask ourselves is, you know, how do we create intimacy given those circumstances, given our physical, the separation, you know, the Uranus, that separation of, uh, um, of in society, you know, how do we create that intimate? How do we connect 
intimately over the internet. I mean, there's certainly, I'm sure millions of people are gonna do this, you know, sit down with your Thanksgiving dinner and um, turn on Zoom and just have your dinner over Zoom. Um, so it's something that uh, we've probably already been doing, but you know, it's nothing wrong with that. We're, we're gonna be safe when we do that. It will certainly, uh, it's not the same, but that's a creative challenge. Right? How do we, how how can we make this fun and engaging and and uh, and unforgettable? <laughs> I'm sure um, we can all you know put our our genius talents, our Venus, you know, our dig deep and find some uh, passionate way in which we can connect online with our our um, our food, right? Venus, right? <laughs> our food and our our uh, lovely, beautiful things. So. Um, yeah. Now, next uh, December, uh, sorry, not December, November 30th, we're going to have our lunar eclipse. We're already in eclipse season. So just to say, we're, we're, I'll definitely be covering that probably next week. Um, but we are in the shadow of eclipse seasons. I usually give it two weeks out before the eclipse. So middle of November, here we are. Uh, the first eclipse is November 30th with a lunar eclipse at eight degrees of Gemini. And then we have two weeks later, we have the new moon uh, solar eclipse in um, Sagittarius, 23 degrees of Sagittarius. So these uh, themes are, um, eclipses are about endings. Um, and a full moon lunar eclipse would be about things coming to fruition and finally getting resolution. And then, you know, it's a whole new change, closing the door in the past. Um, you know, lunar rules, the moon rules are, you know, are about the past and about things that we habitually do. And it's about our home life and our family and our mother and, you know, comfort zone and relating like that. So uh, this, uh, the eclipse in Gemini will uh, definitely give us um, opportunities to close the door on and the universe will be showing us, you know, depending on where it occurs in your chart, where this, this transformation is, is ready to happen, where it's okay to close the door in the past and move forward. And then December 14th, we have the, the solar eclipse in Sag. And that's um, very exciting because that middle week of December, man, I'll tell you, you know, as, as much as 2020 was hell, yes. And thank goodness, you know, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. So we're feeling this enormous shift. Um, Jupiter and Saturn will be lining up in this, at zero degrees of Aquarius. And we're having the eclipse. And then we have our solstice, you know, December 21st is depending on what time uh, hemisphere, winter solstice in the north, summer solstice in the, in the southern hemisphere, uh, but a huge, huge shift in cosmic consciousness. So um, very much, of course, looking forward to that and um, the opportunity to create new paths and, and uh, visions for um, an outrageous society that's where we're here for each other. You know, we had to go through the seeing and not in a very comfortable way, all the toxicity and corruption and, 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 and systemic toxicity, you know, with Black Lives Matter, with systemic racism, um, with just society in general, with politics and corruption, you know, which is all politics and government being, you know, Capricorn ruled, uh, all of that coming up for examination so it can be reprogrammed. 
And now that we have done that work, that shadow work, and it was very intense last week, you know, Jupiter-Pluto exact conjunction. It's like the mother of all volcanic, uh, the third and final act of the volcanic eruption uh, took place. And, and now the smoke is, is beginning to clear. So um, if you've had a tough week, uh, I understand, you know, I, I remember, I have heard from some people that have um, definitely been through the ringer um, in terms of having to witness and listen to uh, other people, whether it was in person or through a text message or an email, um, enormous amounts of volatility, like emotional purging of like hatred and judgment and just intense stuff, very difficult to stomach. Um, but I'm thinking of two people I have in mind now that, um, but I have to say they both did very, very well with it. And they are able to see it, be with it. And maybe it was uncomfortable in the gut to feel and experience that kind of communication. But here's the thing, witnessing it, witnessing and allowing it, not, 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 not agreeing, but just simply observing and witnessing the witness consciousness the witness consciousness that Eckhart Tolle talks about, so powerful. And that's that's the keys to the kingdom. That's our key out of suffering is to just witness and observe, but don't participate. So it's not been an easy year to do that. This was the year that we were probably tested more than anything else. But we're in the final, final stages of this, uh, you know, the birth canal with that baby's head coming, <laughs> it's crowning, right? So just hang in there a little, longer if you feel like you're still at the end of your rope and you can't take another minute you know i get it we totally get it but i will tell you that the astrology for next month is a shift we were already starting to feel it we already saw it with the usa elections people standing up and calling for the the, the reflection that trump has been for us um you know has has been a very very sobering lesson but I feel like, you know, with the election going where almost 80 million people voting for Biden, you can see that people were ready for change. It's like we collectively were saying, look, maybe many of us were still voting with Trump, but so many were not. And so we are just approaching things in a shifting and moving forward. And, you know, and again, you know, if anything, the, the eclipses of ca Cancer and Capricorn, if, if, if there's anything that has taught us from the past two and a half years of those eclipses in, in those signs was about restructuring with compassion. It's not about domination. It's about pa passion and compassion and caring and nurturing. And now that we've had that re uh, reflected to us, now we can move on and uh, in with the this eclipses in Gemini and Sag, where we're going to be dissolving those structures and, and uh, very much um, you know, taking the best, uh, all of our lessons and moving everything forward into uh, more of relating and lightheartedness and desiring connections with others. So, um, and, and, and truth and justice in the process and doing what is right. And, you know, so we, we do feel that already coming on. So, yay, I think that's all I really want to say this week. Um, as ever, I always appreciate hearing from you. Um, it's phenomenal and it's a blessing and an honor to, to um, assist 
all of you in whatever we have to say. And I hope that you find this information useful. Uh, love hearing from you. So any ideas, whatever, you can always just email me at irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Starsoundastrology.com. And uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a very blessed week. And may we all in our hearts, uh, hold in our hearts the, the gratitude we have for each other, uh, for the, where we live and the food on our plate, uh, no matter where, whatever country in the world we are, we can all celebrate and give thanks and have gratitude in our heart. That's universal. So with that, I bid you um, adieu <laughs> for now. Salut. Uh, namaste. And uh, this is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Thank you all for listening. Bye for now. <laughs>